is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Jersey Judah, <clears throat> excuse me, Jersey Judah, back 12 hours and 46 minutes later from last episode, which I stopped at midnight, but I'm back with another edition, another episode, Sunday, part one of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. And I can't find my law and order sound, so we're just going to let that rock. All right? Once again, uh, we got two episodes to go through today. Tonight, just to let y'all know what's going down tonight. I'm going to be talking about more of Andrew Tate's situation from CLR Bruce Rivers. Okay? And we're going to be going over a channel called Beuto, Beuto, B-E-U-T-T-O. And it's called The Mating Crisis, Why the Dating Market is Doomed. 
<clears throat> but today, at this time, while I'm just coughing, clearing my throat, smoking this blunt, high as a fucking kite, casual bachelor, and it's going to be pretty much the iceberg when it comes to feminism. It's the iceberg. And I saw bits and pieces of this, of the beginning, and it's really the comparison that women will put MGTOW to feminism, where they look at MGTOW as just a, it's just phys- it's just feminism for men, meaning men will just sit back and talk shit about bitches, which we do. We roast them. I mean, women are just not funny. Like, if they were funny, they could roast a man and actually be humorous about it. But uh, in most cases, we take the message of what they say seriously, but we don't take it to heart. We know how dysfunctional, broken, and bitter a lot of these women can be. But they try to compare those going their own way to a lot of these feminists today when it comes to the idea that women are promoted to sleep around. See, that's the thing. Women are actually, uh, they're influenced. They are guided to go out there and have multiple relationships, multiple different guys. She is taught to have a roster. When it comes to men going their own way, it's it's the complete opposite. And that's the problem that women have. It's the fact that there's men who choose not to deal with women. When it comes to uh, cohabitation, when it comes to long-term relationships, uh, but we also have uh, Lonnie Spence, the Lonnie Spence Show, one word: Lonnie Spence Show. Spence, S P E N C E. Okay, Lonnie Spence Show, and it's about the brutal truths when it comes to looks. For men, the brutal truths when it comes to looks. So we got Casual Bachelor. We got Lonnie Spence Show. And I forgot, we have AJ's Rants and Reactions. Why you should never date a woman in HR. Okay? So we got a lot of shit to go over. But it is what it is. I got to make up for it with the, the last episode, because I didn't do anything throughout uh, Saturday during the daytime. So I figured I'd go on a night drive and do an episode, which I did so last night, slash, technically. So with the list that we have here, I got to figure out, we got 24 minutes of content to go over, along with me stopping, interjecting every now and then, and talking shit. But <clears throat> let's jump right into the fuckery. Welcome, everyone. We're just going to do a quick video here today on is MGTOW the same as feminism? Now, on a surface level, maybe, you know, like women talk, sh- you know, feminists talk shit about men, MGTOW talk shit about women. But that's pretty much where it ends. That's a very. I mean, MGTOW talks shit about feminists. MGTOW, I think, I think MGTOW men, unlike a lot of these so-called red pillars, they're more mature, meaning they can attack feminism without attacking women. 
it's just it just so happens that a lot of women are a part of feminism and they got to deal with the consequences as well. You're promoting the idea of sleeping around, so you're going to have to deal with the consequences as well. You see, a lot of these women <clears throat> with the Amber Heard and uh, Johnny Depp situation, um, a lot of women jump ship. A lot of women jump ship when they seen that Amber Heard was the type of person that she really was. Oh, they talked about how women can be this, how women can be that. But toxic femininity has always been a thing. And the Bible shows you this. The Bible shows you Eve, Lilith, uh, Jezebel. Okay. They show you these type of women. Soft on the eyes. Hard on the heart, okay? Soft on the eyes, meaning they are physically attractive. Hard on the heart, meaning they are hard to please, hard to pleasure, hard to keep around, okay? But when it comes to feminists and how feminists are viewed by men, it's different and it's more complex than just woman. You got you got women today that can't even honestly tell you what a woman is because they are afraid to offend those who want to become women. They won't even you got what was it? Matt Walsh walking around asking women. You got uh, Steve Crowder walking around asking women, what is a woman? And they can't answer it. So to say woman today is just, it's so complex. You got people who went through the transformation who would want to be considered women, but the problem is they were not born women. So I... And a lot of us men will not consider them women. They're trans. If that's if that's they're trans. And it goes along with the one of many agendas that is going on, the the one of many agendas, the agenda of, well, you have to like this person, even though they were born man. If you do not like this person, if you do not date this person, if you do not find these people to be attractive, then you are transphobic. It's one of the many scenarios that they will use. Okay? They will use this. Women, they will shame men. They will shame men who leave the country to find better things outside of the Western civilization. They will shame men going their own way. They will say they will say that those men are insecure. They will say that those men are weak. They'll use every name in the book. But feminism is literally directed by hatred and anger and envy over men. That's all feminism has become today. MGTOW, we're not envious of women. 
Even the women that I talk about, the women that spread their ass cheeks on OnlyFans and get as much as seven figures a year, I'm not jealous and envious of those women. They don't have dignity. They don't have morals. And they're not thinking about things and they're not essentially critical thinkers. So they're not thinking long term and the consequences of what she's doing. Why would I be envious? Why would I be jealous of a woman who's an emotional wreck, who today is a representation of little too late when it comes to information, little too late when it comes to finding a man who's willing to take care of her because she was too busy dueling, all right, ducking swords, learning all types of techniques within the cock coliseum, the cock carousel. Stairfall. The men, if you look at these groups, these so-called groups, these uh, philosophies, um, what, what did uh, Rolo call the red pill? Practology or, or some type of shit, right? If you look at these sectors of men, right, all of their, all of our collective thoughts and perspectives are based on a response. It's based on a reaction. It's the reaction of the modern woman. It's the reaction of the hookup culture. It's the reaction of the current dating scene, right? It's the reaction to feminism. Men going their own way is them not participating. The red pill has became the same thing, although depending on who you ask and what you consider the red pill to be, it can be it can be a multitude of things. It can be guys learning game to deal with women and be more cautious about it. It can be guys just understanding the nature of women and going about it his own way. It, it's so many different things, but it's all a response. It's a reaction. A reaction has a reaction. The movement of feminism, the action causes the reaction. You got women who are against feminism, but they're against feminism for their own reasons. And I believe that even they have their own ulterior motives. But we'll get into that on another episode. The point I'm making is MGTOW is not even, well, MGTOW is only similar on common knowledge that feminism talks bad about men. MGTOW talks bad about modern women. Now, a lot of guys, they'll specify this. They'll say modern women are this. Not all women are necessarily modern, but all women are influenced and sort of motivated by that movement. So with that movement, with that action comes the reaction. It's like martial arts. The technique, self-defense, blocking, ducking, whatever. Like that's that's MGTOW, that's the red pill's reaction. Because the activity of feminism sort of fucks everything up when it comes to dating. All right, you can't take one woman seriously in today's dating market when a woman has availability and access to over five men. And this, these are average, average-looking women who have 
average men couldn't even dream of that. And it's because ultimately, like I said before, who do you blame? Do you blame women or do you blame the men who pedestalize these women? Yes, shallow um, analysis of, of the two groups. Because once you go further down that iceberg, you really see that they're very different. They're very different indeed. I mean, we're going to have a look at a clip here to just give you an idea of how different the two are. I mean, would you see men put on blue penis hats and march the streets? Would you see men um, after Roe v. Wade banging on the Supreme Court door, scratching the door? I mean, you have companies, you have governments pandering to feminists, pandering to these, you know, these voters. And all well, really, you have this mixture of outward anger and inward anger. The outward anger comes from women because women can be bold about using terms like kill all men, men are trash, X, Y, and Z. There are even women that are talking about waiting for a World War III, um, so this World War III possibility so that men can go overseas and men can die. This is what a lot of these women talk about, right? So their anger is outward because they know that they are protected. Their words are protected. Women fly off the handle. As we speak right now, there's probably 20 bitches in your 10-mile radius that just completely lost their shit just now over nothing. And she can say, do, not well, she can't do what she wants, but even if she does what she wants, she's going to get less punishment than man. We know that. We know that for a fact. But the outward anger is the women. When you got groups of incels who are frustrated about not having relationships, not having contact with women, they can't speak up because if they speak up, they know the reaction that mainstream media will take. They know the reaction that women will take and it will be to further shame, further criticize and further, if I may say, bash men. Okay, the opposite ends the same thing. If there's a bunch of guys, if there's a bunch of Andrew Tates, if there's a bunch of PUAs out there just slaying women left and right, not committing to women, women are going to have that same reaction. But see, the problem is when they have that reaction is they're telling on themselves. They're hypocrites. They'll say that these guys are bad. These guys are toxic. But a lot of these women slept with most of those men. She knows from experience, guys. This is the only time where you'll see a woman speak righteously. Like when, when a woman realizes that everything that she's done meant nothing and she wants to prevent other women from doing the shit. That's the only time where a woman will genuinely speak righteously. But any other time, she can say whatever the fuck she wants and get away with it. But like that outward anger is the women who can go out there march around with, with cat pussy hats and shit, 
who can have slut walks, who can say that men are trash publicly, who can emasculate men, who can downplay, downgrade masculinity and get away with it. The news will televise it. They will be promoted. They will be seen as heroes. When you see a bunch of lunatics protesting, twerking about Roe v. Wave, they're actually looked at. It's actually looked at as a statement. It's just a statement. Bitches acting out of pocket over not being over the possibility of not being able to kill babies and to actually have to guard your fucking womb. Bitches can't even guard their womb. See, see, we talk about men guarding their seed, men guarding their wallets. Right. Men guarding their own wallets. That's that's MGTOW. Men guarding their own wallets. All right. A.K.A. men going their own way. Right. Women aren't even guarding their wombs. They're letting anything and everything go in and shoot the club up. And a lot of these women. A lot of these women, they'll try to, you know, manipulate the men. You always see it. It's the Maury show aspect where, you know, a bitch is out there being a hoe. She ends up meeting a square, has sex with him, and then is able to come up with the idea that he was the one that impregnated her. They go on a television show. The guy, the guy is is getting see, like the guy by himself, he he would have just let it slide. He's a fucking square. He would have let it slide. Because he's into the woman that much. But it was the criticism and it was people that was trying to warn him that that gave him it just just gave him the the he was responsible for finding out. Like the people pressured him. He probably had a brother or best friend, like, yo, you better get that shit checked out. You feel me? Baby comes out, baby looks nothing like him. So now he's pressured. Now he has to go get the DNA test. And what a surprise. The baby's not his. And the woman plays these fucking theater games. They run, they 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 get up, they start crying and run away. <laughs> bitch knew the bitch knew the entire time that he wasn't the he wasn't the father. And how defensive she is almost tells you that story. For those who watch the Maury show, y'all niggas know exactly what I'm talking about. These bitches are treacherous. Despicable. They know the entire time that the guy who she pretty much trapped, trapped this nigga. Like, yeah, I'm going to go throw him some, some ran through pussy. Then in about a week or so, I'm going to come to him and tell him that I'm pregnant. And then, you know, he's going to go along with it, which he did. But because of those who've seen this shit happen before, time and time again, there are those who are there to warn the individual, okay? Get that shit checked out. God forbid if I get a bitch pregnant, I want a DNA test as soon as possible. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I be one of these niggas that's out here struggling, child support, niggas. Just, I'll, I'll be damned, man. And pray for those men, but I'll be damned. Fuck that. I refuse. Basura. 
No way in hell I'm doing that. No fucking way in hell. That's all they view them as, as voters. Just a way to maintain power. Now, men don't necessarily need to be pandered to. We just do not like being disrespected. And that's what the Gillette showed. I mean, $8 billion write-off? That's what happens when you put a feminist in charge of that ad campaign. You're going to destroy the company because... They think everyone's drinking the same Kool-Aid as them. And now, and the Gillette thing was was such a big fucking deal. It was a commercial by Gillette. I have yet watched it. I don't really care to watch it. I don't watch television. Granted, I'm on YouTube. If I'm watching anything in the house, it's pretty much YouTube, whether on my laptop, on my phone, or on my television. And if I'm watching it on my television... I'm watching it because it's fucking screen mirrored from my phone. So I don't watch TV like that. I don't even like advertisements on YouTube. So I don't I don't like none of that shit. But, you know, they want to put their agenda everywhere. Why not put it in commercials? Right. And I guess Gillette had no idea that uh, the response would be so negative that if you if you pay attention a lot of these razor other a lot of these other companies by men became more of a thing than Gillette shaving cream razors all that shit they took a drop they took a severe drop this is this is the idea of go woke go broke go woke go broke you try to have everything that has inclusion in it. And look, I get it. Because really what ends up happening is everybody gets pandered to. Right? And they get pandered to for the wrong reasons. I don't want to see black people in everything. I don't. Some shows that are all white are just fine. Friends didn't have black people in it for a fucking reason. Okay? It's a, it's a, it's like a group. It's a group thing. It's not a race thing per se. Not everybody grew up in sort of that open mind mentality. You see what I'm saying? Where you tell, all right, people are different visually, but if you're going to look, if you, if you're not going to look past that, then you're going to have more of a a closed-minded way of thinking. That's all it is. But when when you choose and force inclusion into everything, even video games, you got to have a questionable character, right? Or you got to have, like, it's, it's just, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's out of line. Once it once it became something, and I brought this up, I brought this up before. Once it becomes something that affects the children, that's when the parents get involved. It's only until it affects the children. If it's on TV, which by the way, motherfucking kids nowadays are on tablets, phones, computers, and all that shit 
before they turn eight, nigga. So they already know they already know how to fucking run shit at that point. They already know how to run shit. They already know how to use a tablet, to use a phone. Before they're nine. <laughs> Before they're nine years old. So they're going to get affected by it regardless. But once it reaches the schools, once it reaches places like California where you have these uh, multi-gender bathrooms, I'll just say it like that. You'll have these multi-dimensional gender bathrooms. It becomes a problem, right? The Night Talk, shout out to Night Talk. The video from Night Talk where a woman was talking about her niece having to take a shower with a grown-ass man who identified as a woman. And YMCA told them that, yeah, you know, we can't do nothing. These are the rules from now on. Deal with it. Deal with it. That's what they that's pretty much what they told her. Deal with it. This grown ass man who wants to identify with a woman with his dick swinging is taking a shower next to you. I think how old was she? Super young. Super graphic. I think I'm 13. Super graphic. Despicable. Basura. Despicable. And this is considered good today you you must accept it or you are hateful towards those people i knew there was an agenda going on when the blacks and when i say the blacks i mean the blm supporters and which by the way i'm saying blacks sarcastically because let's face it white people supported black lives matter more than black people and for good reason You know, this wasn't a grassroots type of movement. This movement wasn't based on anything besides a political move or a political party or a political agenda. We get everybody to hate Trump. Now, look at all the, all of the shootings that are going on currently. Look at all of the chaos that is going on under Joe Biden. Look at all of the dysfunction that is going on under this administration. Now you got more niggas. I'm telling you, this shit is it's not a game. You got more niggas now speaking like this, saying directly like, yeah, uh, compare this nigga to Trump. Yeah, we'll take Trump back immediately. Fuck the inauguration. Not, just put him back to office. Get Joe the fuck out of there immediately and get that bitch Kamala Harris out as well. All of this fuckery. Under one president. He even makes, and I hate to say this, guys, but I'm going to say it straight up. He even makes Obama seem decent. Like, this is how bad Joe Biden is. Despicable. Basura. And he got P, he got, he got P3 energy. He coming in with, with baby sniffer energy. Disgusting. Baby, baby sniffer energy. Despicable. Out of line. Don't even know which way the stairs are to get off. Falling out of planes. All type of debauchery, dude. Like, like all type of nonsense and fuckery and corruption. Corruption, guys. 
Y'all niggas talked about Trump corrupted. This nigga will leave the room. As soon as the nigga talks about laptop, he'll leave the room immediately. He won't even. He got he got he got the boys. He got certain people in power um, holding secrets and shit. This is some this like I'm trying to be funny about it, but I'm not. This is serious. But all this is cause and effect. A lot of people who voted this man in are suffering. Gas prices, suffering. The inflation, suffering. Congratulations. What does this connect? Because most of these feminists are, all of them pretty much, all of them who are just upfront about feminism, they're all liberals. They're progressive, borderline socialist type of Democrats. Regardless of how extreme they get, they are still... When it comes to voting, they're voting blue. Straight up. The bitches on the right, like the trad thoughts and shit, they're feminist too, but their feminism differs. Like their feminism is would be more grassroots of, hey, we have the right to vote and shit like that. They're grassroots, but they're still feminists. They go against the current wave of feminism, but they still represent the first wave of feminism. They'll still project themselves as strong and independent. They are still problematic to be around. So they're really no different than the hoes. Respectfully. There's plenty of other examples of this. I mean, look at Star Wars. Look at the movie industry. They are actively tanking in order to push their propaganda, push their narrative. They're silencing voices on YouTube. They're silencing voices on Facebook and all over social media. Of course. That's just a sign that they've lost the argument. They don't want to have an honest 1v1 or, you know, an, an honest debate, an honest argument of the issues. And we see lots of haters come on and say, hey, you know, you guys are just like feminism. We ain't. Maybe on the surface, maybe on the tip of the iceberg, yes, there are some similarities. But that's where they end. They end right there on the tip. And once you uh, go further down and have a look under that iceberg, you'll see that we don't have nearly the amount of money, the amount of free publicity like positive publicity I mean look at that hit piece they did on um, John you know Freedom MGTOW when he decided to go on CNN look at that hit piece yet they'll push the gender pay gap and all sorts of crap you know um, grape culture on (laughs) college campuses as if if America's uh, the Congo as if they're using it as a tool of war so this is just a short clip, guys. Um, I'll uh, leave a link to my gaming channel for anyone interested in, you know, PlayStation games, Nintendo Switch games, uh, PC, computer, you know. And I'll, I'll leave this type of content on this channel and just keep keep the two separate. But I will end this clip on um, 
you know, I'll show my favourite documentary, guys. We'll finish this clip on my favourite documentary. So, yeah, I'll, I'll put this picture back up before we uh, close this video on... Um, on that, on that documentary clip I was looking at and, and this is just for those uh, soy boys those <laughs> those guys that think that they're getting these brownie points for making these anti uh, max out videos sick disgusting fuck them niggas I hate those men they're the worst like I said guys these are the same men I guarantee you, these are the same men that's donating bitches money on OnlyFans. I promise you guys, they're no different. Scum, traitors, turncoats, all right, simps, manginas. Handful, any any uh, whammon that decides to come across this channel, I know that they <laughs> won't, whammon. let's be honest, as, as if they're going to look at this type of content. But this clip will just highlight how much some people don't want to wake up, how much that, how much they rely on the blue-pilled matrix and that they're willing to fight to the death, by the way, guys. They are going to fight to the death to uh, keep it alive. Because my main focus on um, MGTOW, I mean, you know, the you know, men going your own way, and, and they'll say, hey, but they're not changing anything. They're not doing anything about it. And it's like, uh, buddy, men guarding their own wallets. There you go. Trust me. There you go. The money will, will do the talking. We don't need to go out and march the streets and do this and that. We will just boycott. We will go on strike, as they say. And there's nothing. Now, personally, the whole going on strike thing is dramatic, but it's already taking place. There's already men who's refusing long-term relationships. There's already men who is rejecting the idea of going out there and trying to impress a woman on a dating app who could have been with just over 20 men, 20 men over the app alone. It's this low-level lottery. It's like the low-level lottery for men. Okay, you're competing for a woman. Now, how many men has that woman been with previously? And how much are you willing to invest? And more or less, how much are you willing to forget in order to go forward? How much are you willing to forget a woman's past to be able to see some sort of fantasy future? That's what it is. These soy boys and these men, these white knights who talk shit about MGTOW, who talk shit about passport bros, who talk shit about the red pill, they're peasants. It's like they're doing this shit for pennies. And that and, they, and those pennies are dried up, ran through pussy that smells like copper. Despicable! Basura! Basura. Basura. Okay. So a lot of guys already came to that conclusion of, all right, it's not a, it's not a verbal boycott. No, not at all. Men know a thing or two about stoicism. So we just 
continue to push forward. If you don't, if you, if you have no emotional reaction to these women, they have no power over you. Say that again. If you have zero emotional reaction to women, they have zero effect on you. They say and do things for your emotional response. They do risque shit on TikTok, on OnlyFans, and pretty much on Pornhub. Even sexual being an emotional response. All the simps that give these bitches money, that's living proof. There is no other, there is no other way to look at this shit. More powerful than removing your wallet from the equation. And that's why you see these haters. You see even the red pillars, even the red pillar businessmen, let's call them the red pill businessman. I know it's scammers. PUA, whatever you want to call Fuck it. Them. They're scammers. They're scammers. Fuck them. They're scammers. Sick of it. Tired of these people. That's what they are. Businessmen, <laughs> their business is what you make. Their business is what you contribute. They wouldn't be shit without you when it comes to business, when it comes to making money. They feed young men lies constantly. Only to keep the gravy train running, only to keep that money flowing. They don't like it because... It's uh, eating into their bottom line. They they love the beta economy just as much as the whammons do. Exactly. And don't forget, the mainstream need need the beta male to run this economy. Mm. They need it. But MGTOW is, say, is pulling the middle finger and saying, you know what? We're going to take our money elsewhere. You can disrespect us all you want. You can take that $8 billion write down with it. So let's end this on the short clip, guys. What if? Society says, what if this? What if that? What if you get married? What if you die alone in your own home? Wouldn't that be scary? What if you don't have kids? Little ones to care for you. You'll be in a nursing home and that'll be terrible. Your thought process is unusual. Who hurt you? What did these women do to you? Being alone for the rest of your life will result in nobody coming to your funeral. In response, I also say, what if this? What if that? What if I get married and fall into a trap? What if she gets bored and starts to swipe right on the app? Yikes. What if she stops giving sex, leaving me forced to fat? Ah! <laughs> Basura! Basura! Bars. What if she started cheating and repeating while looking for other male attention? What if we get divorced and she takes half of my pension? Ay, ay, ay! Ay, ay, ay! The man getting destroyed in family court, that'll be by default. It doesn't oh. matter if she hit me, kicked me, or cheated with a man from Fifth Street. They say it will always be my fault. What if I have kids, a little one to care for me? 
What if my kid is born handicapped? How could they physically care for me? What if the mother changes her mind and aborts my child? How could they physically care for me? It may not be likely, but as sure as possible. There's plenty of kids that don't visit their parents in nursing homes or the hospital. Yikes. I was born alone, so I'm gonna die alone. I don't understand the logic. If I die while married, my wife will be more concerned about my bank account and the profits. Oh. This isn't about who hurt me. Mm. You think my words are vicious. Life isn't a Disney movie. I cannot get a witness. Shout out the casual bachelor. Got some deep nigga was dropping bars at the end of that, man. Dropping some bars. We're gonna get into this next video. If I'm not mistaken, this is a uh, Lonnie Spence. My notes are not open and I'm I don't feel like opening them. We're already close to an hour in, so let's get through this video and then possibly save what I have leftover from this episode to the next episode so let's continue one of the biggest misconceptions in this entire space is your guys's emphasis on looks and a man's physical attractiveness and appearance and the value that holds when it comes to him dating women and him moving about through life and in this video i'm going to explain exactly why if you're putting emphasis on looks you are absolutely wrong. Now, this is going to trigger some people, but just bear with me and watch all the way till the end for a full explanation. Oh, this is going to trigger a lot of the, the black pill guys. Um, For someone to say looks do does not matter, it is usually someone who already has the options that he has. Maybe he's not, he, maybe he's not aware of his level of attraction compared to the next man's, who knows? But it's usually those guys, and they trigger the um, lookism <laughs> that is going on, this lookism that is taking place. And it's the Chads, and, the, and what I like to call the Chandlers. The Chandlers are betas, you know, Chads are alphas, you know, Giga Chads are, you know, fucking um super saiyan super saiyan chads you know what i mean and then you got like super low tier betas basement dwellers minecraft players and i'm not saying this in a disrespectful way it's just a lot of them are known for playing minecraft a lot of them, not all of them, are known for watching anime. There's there's traits. They're they're living memes. Okay? They're living memes. They are they are the male version of the cat lady meme. Like everything about them is supposed to be where it's at. But the whole looks aspect is very important. Fact, I would say it's it's not everything, but it's it's the most important thing when it comes to online dating. So in my last video, I talked about my story and my journey as a man up until this point. I talked about how in college, even though I was on the men's basketball team, 
I was cheated on not only in one relationship with a teammate, but in two relationships. And while I'm trying to give a message of hope and positivity and improvement, we have someone comment, when Chad complains about the sexual marketplace, you know we are doomed. For those of you that don't know what a Chad is, a Chad <laughs> is a physically attractive man <laughs> on the black side of a Tyrone. Rony. Good looking I'm done, dude. I'm done. I didn't listen to this. I actually did not listen to this, so this is funny. He's going to explain Chad's or, you know, the bad boy alpha alpha persona, or in most cases, the alpha. A lot of these costume alphas out here running amok but the chads are the guys that most women find attractive six out of ten women will find this type of man attractive and on the black end we have tyrones but i also like to use pookie ray ray and i like to use those terminologies as well um these are like maxed out type guys like these are these are like um maxed out and and i don't mean i mean maxed out in every sense when it comes to like video games and shit all right like he he's maxed out he's overpowered he's a super saiyan right super saiyan chads and super super saiyan pookies are like the top they're like the top dogs right and it's either their action being what they do, or it's their attitude and the way they carry themselves. Okay. Black man. So I'd be more of a Chiron if you know my backstory. Now I'll take the compliment, but just because you think I'm a Chad doesn't mean that everyone else thinks <laughs> I'm a Chad. I'm Shut. very attractive to some people, just like Shut. I'm very unattractive to some people. Shut. Or people. My kind of thing to you guys, Chad and Tyrone is subjective, just in the same way I could like chocolate ice cream and you could like vanilla ice cream. We all have our own preferences and what we like. And when it comes to women, they have a range of preferences. So one woman could only like white guys, while another woman could only like black guys or Latino guys or Indian guys or Chinese guys. And some women even like guys within a range of race. So a certain looking type of white guy, maybe she likes a tall, skinny white guy, but Maybe in the black race, in the black community, she likes a black guy that's muscular and shorter. Who knows? It's a mix and match out here. Based on the races, based on the preferences that we all have and what we like, it's all subjective at the end of the day. There is no such thing as a Chad and a Tyrone. No one is completely universally attractive to everyone. Another thing you guys need to realize is being good looking is only an amplifier to a high value man. A high value man possesses game, finances, fitness, and frame. Just like an order. All right, so this is more into the red pill PUA coaching atmosphere, which I would disagree with. Um, let's face it, a high value man for a woman today is either a nigga who's balling, has money, or is a man who has good looks. If it's a man who has only good looks, he is still viewed as high value. He's viewed 
for his high value with the word view because of looks. Okay. So yes, looks are important. You can't you can't downgrade looks and talk about, well, if you know how to talk and communicate with women and pick up women and, and if you're not bettering yourself and doing nothing for yourself and you're just promoting game and frame, it's it's gonna be a bad result. I'm telling you. The whole game shit, like uh, and what game is either you got it or you don't. And game isn't what people assume it to be. To communicate, to be good at communicating, that's a form of game. Now, is that communication just aimed towards women? Absolutely not. The way you can negotiate how much you get paid, the way that you can negotiate possibly getting a raise, the way you present yourself outside of the search of finding women, that's that's what that's what game is to me. Bitches are out of the equation. The game is you knowing how to communicate. Now, a lot of guys, if you can put two and two together, and if you can tolerate women today, then that's your thing. But tying this into the whole looks thing is just idiotic because we all know today What's considered high value is over six figures. And it's a guy who's good looking and it's a guy who's in shape. With all that, the woman would pretty much tolerate anything and everything that comes with that man. He can be with multiple women. She'll know it, but she'll she'll find herself trying to compete for his position, for the main chick. To make a strawberry milkshake, you have a glass, strawberry syrup, vanilla ice cream, ice, you blend it up, you put a little whipped cream on top, you add a cherry to it. And that cherry is the amplifier to the strawberry milkshake. Just like a Bugatti's brake calipers, pipe trim, and rims are merely accessories to the Bugatti itself. At the end of the day, the first thing people are going to notice is the Bugatti. Just like when it comes. All right. So this is getting to. (laughs) This nigga's bringing up Bugatti's. Listen, the cherry on top is not the looks when it comes to a man. I hate to say it. The glass itself is more of the representation of the looks because it holds everything within it. It holds the the personality, the, the the whipped cream. The cherry on top is like a nigga who's making six figures. Like I said, the cherry on top is the nigga who's making six figures, man. That's the cherry on top, financially speaking. But the looks, the looks is your first impression. Looks is going to be the first impression. Being a man, the first thing people are going to notice is the man himself and how he carries himself, the framework of the man, the body of the man, just like the body of the Bugatti. The next thing you guys need to realize is good looking <laughs> does not matter if you don't have game. Like a woman could see game. you as Uh-oh. a good looking man, wherever oh, venue God. you are and approach you and talk to you. But if what's coming out of your mouth, your tonality, the words you're saying, your poor body language are off, 
she's not going to entertain that conversation or entertain you any longer than that first interaction. And when I say game, I'm not saying you need to lie and deceive women. What I'm saying is you need to understand what is this outcome that I want out of this situation with this. Well, when you follow pickup artists, that's what they do. They lie and deceive the women that they're with. You got guys who are very deceptive. They'll take pictures of them photoshopped at a beach, photoshopped on the mountains, and they're not they're at their house behind a fucking green screen. These people are deceptive. These people use men for monetary gain the same way that these electronic prostitutes and OnlyFans bitches do towards weak-minded men. They're no different. They're in the same category. Understand female nature and apply it accordingly in order to get what you want out of that interaction with the woman. If you are an attractive man and you don't know how to do this, you don't know how to escalate a situation with a woman outside of that first interaction, she's going to lose interest in you. Next thing you guys need to realize is you don't want to be a chatter Tyrone or a Juan, Luis, a Rodrigo, whatever. You don't want to be those guys because those guys are honestly, for the most part, they're bums and they're losers. These guys have relied. Now, this is definitely false. I'm gonna, and I'm going to explain why. Number one, Chad and Tyrone, the Chads and lately, the dude, that is just similar to alphas, betas, and shit like that. It's only characteristics. It's not a character. People can try to emulate the Chads, but they're still, like, it's a fictional, it's it's a concept. It's not It's not concrete when it comes to a person's character. Oh, that guy's definitely a Chad. Oh, that guy's definitely an alpha. No, it's the characteristics. It's the traits that to be put in that category. And most of the time, it's over-exaggerated because guys like myself look at this shit as a joke. Like the whole like the whole Chads and shit, and like the content creators who, who went by this sort of alpha male mentality, they're all bums. But they're not bums financially. They're bums as like human beings. They have no dignity. They'll sell out for anything. Just like these hoes. They'll sell out for anything and everything. They'll throw men under the bus. They'll pull a turncoat move. They'll go from MGTOW, then get rid of the name. To never speak of MGTOW again, but talk about the same videos, have the same sort of content. It's weird. Very weird. On their looks, uh, their entire lives, quite frankly, they haven't built the muscle of determination, wherewithal, grit, hard work, and some sort of marketable skill. They've only coasted on their looks to get anywhere in life. Most of these guys end up working dead-end jobs, couch surfing, and being eternal playboys at 40, 50 years old at bars and clubs, still trying to creepily hit on really young women. And they look like complete losers and their life is in shambles. Yes, it may seem like they're winning when they're 18 to 24 years old, but once you hit 30s to 40s, these guys are bums and they're losers. So instead of focusing on <laughs> <You> the <know>. <laughs>
Yo, he's talking about y'all PUAs, yo. He gotta be. They're the only ones. They're in their 30s and they're in their 40s. They're chasing tail. They're chasing skirt. That's old school right there. They're chasing tail. You know what I mean? Chasing skirt. Like they're 15, 16. It's despicable. It's despicable. They're 1,500 plus lay count. It's disgusting. These guys are... This like really. This is what this is what they promote, and it's like, these are the things that, even as a guy who considers himself red pill or whatever, wherever you fall into. You gotta look at these people as complete and utter frauds, and without these people, who they happily scam. They would be failures. Of doom and gloom of, oh my gosh, this good looking guy in my perspective is struggling with women and women have cheated on him. We're all screwed as ugly plebs beneath them. Like, you guys need to have number one, more self esteem. And number two, and most importantly, you guys need to focus on improving your looks to the best of your ability, which means putting on muscle mass. You guys should be going for a V taper, wide, broad shoulders, a thick chest, and a thin waist. Try to go for that look to the best of your ability. And this is the most important Roy advice up, guys. of all. Don't focus Roy on up. what the other good-looking guys are doing. Focus on building the best you. Stop worrying with other people who don't even know who you are, don't care about what you are doing, and work on yourself. And women that are with men solely based on their looks are shallow anyways, guys. Like, you don't want to be with women like that. Women like that don't really even care about that guy. They're more so using him as a prop or a trophy for their girlfriends and to get attention more on themselves. Just- I mean, to be fair, a lot of us as men have done that. So we've done the same shit in the past. A lot of us, not all of us. We will deal with a woman who is good looking that we know that is unobtainable. We've dealt with women that were undateable, unapproachable. And a lot of us had that responsibility or felt that we had this responsibility of making this person better. Right. And we find out the hard way that that's not the case. A lot of women, they're stuck in their ways. They're going to have to deal with repercussions in order to truly understand what they've done and come to that realization and have that accountability. Because they're with an attractive guy that other girls will be jealous. So you don't want to even be with women like that. I love you guys. Drop a like on this video so more men can get this information. Hit that subscribe button if you're new and let me know in the comments what you think about all of this. All right, we're going to end things off here because we're already over an hour. I'm not going to include this in the episode that I do later on. I'm just going to have a separate episode, so I'm going to have this shit uploaded hopefully before 2.30 p.m. Sunday. So, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with a Sunday edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.